0: Hi, I'm Megan Baker and this is Influence Her. Our guest this month on Influence Her is Kia Tomlin. We appreciate you taking the time to be here. Kia is a lifelong artist. You are a fashion designer and an entrepreneur. Why don't you tell us a little bit about um, what you do in your background?
1: Yeah, so what we do is I design women's wear. Um, The whole concept is comfortable, wearable, easy to take care of, but still, kind of kind of glam and um, all of our designs are made from our signature blend of bamboo cotton spandex fabric it's all ma- machine washable and almost everything has pockets if we can get pockets in them we put them in there because we know the women love pockets but that's um that's basically the aesthetic of of what we do and it just stems from my love of um, fashion since i was a little girl i've always sewn and designed from the time i was 10 or 11 years old, really because I was just too small to fit the clothes that like the cool kids were wearing. Mm -hmm. So I um, learned to sew and uh, I didn't uh, attend design school initially, Um, I kind of just thought it was a hobby. I didn't know that it could actually be a career, but then circled back around um, years later um, when it like fit my lifestyle and um, kind of missed doing my own thing. So that's where the brand started. You were pre-med. I was
0: <laughs> so. Uh, what was that trans transition like from pre med to fashion? You know, surprisingly, there's a
1: lot of overlap between like pre med medical students mm-hmm. and and fashion design. I, I come across a lot of people that have made that's a similar transition. I, I I just attribute it to like you're working with the body, you're cutting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I <laughs> that's that's what I think. Um, but yeah, I, I think because I had always sewn and designed, and that was always my outlet and kind of my self care was to kind of get in the zone and do that when um, med school didn't quite sync up with um, my family life and Mm -hmm. and where we were at that point and um, so I kind of set that kind of goal aside and and went to figure out you know what the next thing would be and um, a friend's mother gave me the advice that you know figure out what you love to do and find a way to make money doing it so it was easy to know yeah it was easy to know what I love to do I'd been doing it my whole life Um, and then I just had to figure out how to make money doing it.
0: Now you started with um, wedding gowns and evening yes. gowns. Yes. What were some of the designs? Um, you know, what was your inspiration? So, still,
1: um, my aesthetic has really always still been the same. Um, very clean, very classic, simple um, volume silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing bridal and evening wear, I was really inspired by fabric, and um, that was that was really what what drove fabric and and women's bodies because. For the most part, especially in custom design, the reason that women um, come to you, it's not to do the, you know, star, the little starlit red Mm -hmm. carpet gown. You don't get very many of those. Instead you get a lot of women who just can't find what they're looking for that looks good, that fits their body uh, on the rack. And so I got really well-versed in um, flattering and designing for and fitting women of all different um, shapes and sizes, um, which I understand is is fairly unique for a fashion Mm -hmm. designer because most designers are taught to-
0: Fast dress. fashion, right? yeah.
1: yeah, well, you're, ta- you're also taught to dress a, a, a mannequin, mm-hmm. you know, an ideal shape. Um, most people are not taught to take into account all the variations that we have and how to design for them, how to fit for them. So I carried that um, kind of experience and expertise into our ready to wear collection. And I think that's one of the things that really resonates with our customers.
0: What can you tell about a woman's personality through her style, through her fashion?
1: Oh, I mean, well, you can tell what she wants you to know, mm-hmm. um, you know, because really, fashion can be like a costume. It can um, give off um, more or different than what we're really feeling and what our personality really is. Which is what I think is so cool about fashion mm-hmm. is that you really can dress and design for someone that you may not be, someone you want to be, mm-hmm. um, someone you you feel like that day.
0: <laughs> so. uh, who is one woman? Um that comes to mind that you really love like her style? Oh, this is so easy
1: because this is, <laughs> this is actually kind of like the inspiration for the aesthetic of the brand. Um, and I did not realize this at the time, it kind of came to me years later, but um, start back when I was, go back to when I was eight years old. (laughs) I went to sleep away gymnastics camp Mm -hmm. and um, there was a little girl in the cabin next to me, next door to me, that um, we became fast friends. And really, I think it was because we were the only two little black girls about that age at the camp. And so we kind of bonded and and became friends. And um, later in the week, she, you know, told me that her mother was coming to visit midweek, which the parents usually come on the weekends, but it was midweek. And she said, Hey, do you want to go up to the lodge with me and meet my mom? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So, you know, it's Thursday evening. We walk up to the lodge and her mother is standing on the um, balcony of the, the main lodge. And she's got She's dressed head to toe in like white silk chiffon. Of course, I didn't know what that was at the time, but it was like, it was just, Yes, and it was just billowing, just layers of it just blowing in the wind. And she had this hair that was just huge and sunlit from the back. And it was like, it was just glowing. And she came like, really just like floated down the stairs to the grass where we were. And in her all white silk chiffon, she just sat down on the ground with us like it was nothing, and at that, you know, growing up, we were never allowed to w- own anything white. That was like forbidden <laughs> Taboo, right? yes, so to see this woman in all this like white, delicate fabric and just sit down like it was nothing was b- such an impression on me, but even better is when she sat down, I realized it was Diana Ross oh wow, and so <laughs> with my with my design aesthetic, like that's Very what I'm classy. going for, yeah, yeah. that like yeah. elegance that. Confidence, that comfort, but that like I mean that outfit that she wow. had on was like wow. But just she was so comfortable in herself and so elegant that she could just do whatever in it. And so that's really the basis of my what designs. What a great
0: experience! What a great <laughs> experience! What is your biggest fashion faux pas or pet peeve? I guess panty lines. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, panty lines drive me crazy. <laughs> I think we used to call those visible. Yes, BPLs. Right? Yep, VPLs. visible panty lines. Yep. <laughs> I'm dating myself. <laughs> I'm glad you know what that is too. Um, back during COVID, um, you took on the the task of creating masks in your mm-hmm. home uh, for. Allegheny. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? I mean, at, at one point, what four hundred a day that you were selling and um, and delivering to healthcare workers? Yeah. So when when COVID hit and, and we had to you know kind of shut down
1: business, um, I remember meeting with my like super small team and I I said I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how long we'll survive. Like I've got so much money in the bank account. I'm going to keep paying you until it runs out, and we'll just see what happens. But in my heart, I felt like we're small, we're nimble, we're flexible, we're creative, that, that we could do something that would would keep us afloat and, and come out thriving. And so as we're sitting at home, um, I'm watching the news and there was a, um, I wanna say it was in, maybe in Indiana or something, there was a, a hospital that had put a call out home sewers to make these cloth masks and so I kind of looked into it and then I kind of reached out around our area to see if there was any um, need in our area for that and there wasn't quite at the time we Pittsburgh had not been hit um, to that magnitude Mm -hmm. yet but um, but we were like the um, Allegheny Health Network was like you know Mm -hmm. what what will we'd be happy to have some you know for our staff and we so we used um, just fun prints that we you know I've got a attic full of fabric, cause I'm a hoarder. <laughs> um, so we just used like fun prints with animals and, and fruits and just exciting bright colors. And they really liked the kind of cheer that they were bringing to the workers. But as um, the pandemic kind of Edged on, um, it became there really became a demand for it. There you know were no masks in the area. So we started supplying them to um, emergency workers, police stations, firemen, and then like people from across the country started asking. And we weren't charging anything for them, we were just making them and, and, and sending them out. And it was, you know, my little team, it was four of us. We were each sewing about a hundred a day. Um, and it just got like bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually I teamed up with um Highmark. Health network and was able to design um, the prints for masks for their one million dollar what was it one million mask wow. initiative that okay. they gave away and so that was like the coolest thing to just be driving around town um, and really all over the region and mm-hmm. see someone wearing a mask that I had designed and, and we really did cool. um, team up with some other local manufacturers to actually sew those masks as well
0: Now Oprah Winfrey picked up one of your designs. yes. How did she find you? I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> A good really publicist, maybe. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: not really sure. Um, yeah. So our um, twisted tea was named to her to Oprah's favorite things list in 2021, and um, I can attest that the Oprah. Um, the Oprah touch is magic. <laughs> we, and, and the cool thing was that we, we made so many shirts in house mm-hmm. and in talking to Oprah's team as we were gearing up for um, the release of the, of the list, because we did know about a month in advance that we were gonna make the list, but you know, keep it top secret um they were saying that how at that time that, that so many companies just had no inventory mm-hmm. and since we were not only made in america but made yeah. in pittsburgh in my own studio we had um, a lot more control Love over it. that and so we were able to really um, thrive in that uh, opportunity
0: uh who has been if you can share this who has been one of your fi- favorite clients
1: one of my favorite clients Oh,
0: or designs that you've made for a wedding gown or an evening gown. Oh, okay, I did have,
1: <laughs> So I had st- I've, I stopped doing custom design years ago, especially br- bridal. I put away long, long time ago. Um, custom design I stopped once our ready-to-wear collection mm-hmm. picked up. Um, but a, a woman did um, come to me, and she was the mother of the groom for a wedding, and this her son's wedding. This was going to be the first time that she saw her husband and his new wife, who was the woman that he left her for, at this wedding. So of course I had oh, to make wow. the revenge dress. <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> so, a great story. So that's the best, <laughs> that's probably my best line. I love that.
0: <laughs> So what is next for you and and are you coming out with any new designs?
1: Yeah, so um, we are headed into our third year with um, an NFL license. Mm-hmm. And so we're adding on 11 new, te- new teams for 2023. Great. That will bring us to a total of 21 of the teams. Um, and then for 2024, we'll add on the last 11 teams um, to kind of complete, uh, complete the that. whole league.
0: And I don't think I need to ask you what is your favorite team, Absolutely, <laughs> you, might, you might get some. Uh... Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, <laughs> yeah.
1: of course. But um, aside from that, we're also in the process of um, bringing that manufacturing back home. We had oh, um, outsourced that um, before and now Keep we are here. keeping it here in Pittsburgh I and doing it. it under our own roof.
0: I love so, it. Very cool. uh, let me ask you this. Do you give Coach Tomlin any fashion advice? Does he take it from you? <laughs>
1: I do. I do. It has to be subtle, though. He's got a lot of rules. You know, he doesn't wear logos. He doesn't wear like Uber designer stuff. Nothing flashy. Simple. So, yeah, it's got to be I have to stay within the parameters.
0: (laughs) Kia Tomlin, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for being a guest on Influencer.
1: Thank you for having me.